You're listening to the Bible Nerd Podcast, a weekly show where we're exploring the world of the Bible, helping you fall more in love with Jesus, and building a thoughtful defense for the Christian worldview. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. Welcome to the show. So how many of you guys are like me? Um, You started out, your journey in Christianity was, you know, or in faith in general, like it was pretty um, emotionally driven. It was maybe something you grew up with, right? It was something that you did, your family did, everybody in your family grew up in church. You went to church. You maybe even you remember, you know, getting saved like me. I definitely remember getting saved at an early age. Um, I've always had a walk with the Lord, even though it it hasn't always been what it is now. Um, And I'm sure it, it could get a lot better than it is now. But, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? You've been around it. You've been in the faith. And then something happens and you end up, one day listening to a podcast like this. Okay. Right. You're, you're all going to have different journeys. You know, my journey, you know, coming to recording this podcast, I actually just detailed that recently in episode number 200, you know, where I talked about, I didn't really have a logical foundation, a, a apologetics based, you know, reason based foundation for my faith. I never really thought about that stuff. And so once I was opened up to this world, it's kind of like that consumed me, right? I mean, so much for me to the point where I began writing blogs and recording podcasts and doing YouTube and just whatever I could around this subject matter. And as I spent more time in that world, I would say, you know, at least by the time I was two or three years in to that world, that it gave not only a new dimension uh, to my faith, which I was extremely grateful for and still am extremely grateful for. Um, but it, it also took a little something away from my faith. And, you know, to put it one way, it, it took away a little bit of the magic, you know, a little bit of the faith, a little bit of the wonder, right? And it made my relationship with God extremely analytical. And, I, and I'm always thinking skeptically, okay, as it relates to this. And it got to the point where, you know, even as I'm sitting in church, you know, to be ministered to, by my pastor, I'm, I'm listening with a, with a critical ear, right? I'm listening for what he says wrong or, or, or what it maybe disagrees with something that I've heard somebody else say. And I'm nitpicking that and I'm, you know, finding myself looking up resources during church instead of paying attention to the message that was meant to minister to me. I'm looking up resources of other theologians and seeing what their opinions are on, on issues. Now, nothing wrong with, um, you know, questioning things that your pastor says, right? Not all pastors are trained in theology apologetics. We shouldn't take things with, you know, um, um, you know, just on, on, on faith always. We need to look deeper into things and investigate and explore, and, and that's fine. But I would say the vast majority of the time, if you're in a sound Bible-preaching church, and that's something you know apart from just listening to a message, right? Like, for example, me, while I may not agree with my pastor on every little thing, I know for a fact I'm in a sound Bible-teaching, Bible-preaching, Bible-believing church, and it's like, you know, some of the details might uh, we might disagree on, might get a little lost, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, we totally agree. I, I, can, I can faithfully listen and be helped in very practical ways if I'm paying attention to the message. But if I'm always listening skeptically with a skeptical ear, I'm always thinking critically about the thing. Um, I think a lot of times we miss 
that help that can come from a sermon. You know, we miss that practical application that can be applied to our lives. We miss the even emotional or relational connection with God. And, you know, make no mistake, my friends, this is primarily what our relationship with God is supposed to be like. Now, of course, we can have a intense thought life, and there's a great, rich uh, Christian tradition of people applying rational thought to their faith. And I'm so glad to now have an understanding of that and be in that. But what I'm saying is, when we approach even our time reading the Bible, when we approach our time in discipleship activities, you know, when we approach our time really um, learning from our pastor, I want to suggest trying something. If you if you have issues with this, I want you to suggest thinking of yourself as being in saved mode versus being in skeptic mode. Okay, saved mode versus skeptic mode. And I'm not saying this is going to work for you. Um, and I'm just starting to try it out a little bit. But um, I think it's going to work for me. And what I'm getting at here is this idea that you should not always be thinking in terms of defending your belief. Okay, and I um, and let's let's get out of the little details. You know, let's not. I'm not even talking about like Calvinism versus Arminianism here, or you know, creationism versus traducianism for you know the origin of the soul. Like I'm not talking about that crazy stuff, right? All I'm talking about here is simple things like, does God exist? Did Jesus rise from the dead? Simple things like that, that when you're in historical, you know, research, science, logic, philosophy, like investigation, like asking questions, critical thinking, skeptic mode, um, those are good things to talk about and to discuss. But in my opinion, they're not, even though they add more depth to your, to the relational aspect of things when you're engaging in them. I would say it's not always best to be in that mode of thinking when what needs to happen is you need to just be working under under the logical assumption that God exists and then applying to your life based on that. In other words, it needs to almost be treated as something that is certain for purposes of being able to look past that or to get past those moments and receive something um, that is going to be spiritually fruitful for you. and. Um, I really hope I'm making some sense here and, and not like totally, you know, um, going out of my mind. Hope you see what I'm getting at. And if I could just, you know, make it apologetic, if you will, for this position, I would just start with the creation account in Genesis 1. You know, no argument is given for God's existence, right? I mean, the, the Bible does not spend time making the case for the existence of God. The biblical writers assume the existence of God. Okay, and then what happens is you, as the reader, are helped by taking the necessary implications of that correct assumption and applying them to your life. Now, of course, we learn things throughout the biblical record, like the historical evidence for the resurrection of Jesus. You know, we learn things like Psalm nineteen one: "The heavens declare the glory of God; the firmament declares His handiwork." Uh, you know, we get that, but the Bible itself does not assume. That, or or rather, it does not try to prove the existence of God. Um, the Bible assumes from the very first verse the existence of God and says, "Now here's how you do life based on the reality of this truth." And so, I think I would just maybe suggest, and I'm not typically a fan of compartmentalization, but I would say there might be something to a sort of um, forced compartmentalization of your life when you're thinking in different ways to get out of asking skeptical questions when you should be in a saved mode thinking, how can I apply this teaching to my life? 
what difference will this make in, in, in my daily walk with the Lord? How can I interact with the Lord and not be um, always asking those questions in the back of my mind? Like, oh, well, there are people who don't believe this. I wonder if, you know, if they have a point here. Like, that stuff is, is, is it's really good to consider when you're in skeptic mode. But I'm not so sure about how helpful that stuff is when you are in uh, saved mode. So this is a short episode for you today. Just something I've been thinking about and something that I, I think might be useful for you if you have a hard time connecting relationally with God. And by the way, this could be true, you know, on the opposite way as well. Like if this was a podcast mostly about practical Christian living and that was this audience, then then I would say this audience might have the opposite problem. I would maybe be encouraging that audience to um, dip out of saved mode every once in a while and, you know, dip into skeptic mode, critical thinking mode, asking questions. And those are good. Like those are good things to have and certainly many times they're going to blend together. But if you do have trouble with that relational aspect, that emotional connection aspect, that aspect of Christian living and practical application, then I would encourage you to just try it out. Just think about how can I be in saved mode? And when I'm receiving instruction on this area of life, or when I'm attempting to pray and and connect emotionally with God, how can I be more in saved mode and just work off that assumption without letting all of the questions flood my mind? Okay. That's what I would encourage you with today. Uh, I would ask uh, a couple things. Number one, I would love your prayers. <laughs> um, I would love your prayers. I uh, recently injured my thumb and it hurts. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I took a pretty pretty good sized chunk out of it. And I would just ask that uh, my brothers and sisters who are listeners to this podcast would just pray for me uh, that uh, God would provide healing uh, in that way. And um, I believe he will. And I believe it'll come sooner rather than later. And so I'm very thankful um, uh, for what God's going to do. And I would just encourage you to, uh, or I would ask you to pray for me. And then the other thing is, if, if you get help from this podcast, it's been a, a bit of a, a, you know, a pretty good lo- long while uh, since anyone has reviewed the podcast. So if you're listening on a regular basis, um, I would really love to get more people listening to this podcast. We've had a great run for a couple hundred episodes and, you know, I'd like it to scale up a little bit now. I'd really like to get more people listening. Um, you know, we get we get about 100 downloads. Um, well, no, I guess on average, a little over 200 downloads over time. Uh, but in the first 90 days, we get roughly 100 downloads per episode. And um, I would just like for you to share it with more people. Let's get more people listening to it. I think that would be really cool. One great way you could do this is just go to lovethepodcast.com slash Bible nerd. Lovethepodcast.com slash Bible nerd. It'll take you right to a page where you can choose the platform that you listen on and go right to leave a review there. It'd be super helpful. I would really appreciate it. Love you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity to teach and work with you on a regular basis. And thank you so much for being a listener to the podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.